Welcome back to That's Kinda Wavy. I'm your host, Jill. I'm Nikki. And I'm Shaysel. All right, guys. So I have a question for you guys to start out this week. Are you ready? Yes. I'm ready. All right. So I've been seeing on Twitter, like, sometimes people bring up the argument that they feel that Face ID on the iPhone is worse than, like, using your thumbprint to open your phone. So what's your guys' opinion on that? I want to know. Okay, before my opinion, I want to know, I'm sure that there are people from all sides of this, like, commenting on there, but is it mainly people asking if they like one more over the other based on, like, how easy it is to use or based on, like, you know, privacy and shit? Honestly, I'm not sure. I I can think of one tweet in particular that's literally just, like, straight, no, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> sound like it's her opinion. It's just her saying, like, face ID sucks compared to <laughs> using your thumb. Classic. Like, fa- face ID is just worse. Like, it's a fact. Classic Twitter. Right. Okay, well, let's, I guess we can answer it both ways. So first, let's just say for ease of use, I think, I personally think, like, the touch ID gets it more accurately, like, more often. Like, when I do face ID, if I'm, like, slightly too far or something, sometimes it doesn't work. Or if it's, like, too bright out or something, whereas, like, when you do your thumb, it pretty much always would work. Unless you were, like, extremely sweaty or dirty. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I would say based on like ease of ease of use, I ease of use. <laughs> Who's ease of abuse? <laughs> Love her. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, ease of use. I'm bilingual. Okay, <laughs> ease of use. Um, I think I would also say like fingerprint. In the past, I mean, before actually having Face ID, everyone thought that it'd be so much easier. But especially this past year with having masks on and never being able to use it and me relying on it because I don't remember most of my passwords really fucking sucks. I can never check my, check my bank account when I'm out somewhere <laughs> before buying food and it's a struggle. Um, That's me aside... trying to reload my Starbucks card at the Starbucks right. counter. I'm like, oh, exactly. <laughs> Precisely that situation. <laughs> um, but I think, I think, yeah, even I would rather have the fingerprint now that I think about it interesting i what about you joe i had a bad experience with using my iphone that had the touch id Uh, mine like literally never worked so i'm partial to the face id but also like it's annoying that half the time it doesn't work if you're wearing sunglasses or a mask like it's been so annoying the past year but yeah i don't know so i guess i'm biased towards that just because i have a history with the other one. Yeah, you got beef. <laughs> you got beef for real. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Okay. Well, so, I mean, I guess, well, you're pro facial recognition, but I guess a, another draw of the Touch ID is, like, yeah, it's not literally analyzing my face. Which, <laughs> But I guess at this point, like, what's one more thing (laughs) analyzing my facial structure like at this point like everything's taken it what's one more right form of technology which sucks but yeah i mean like i'm pretty sure snapchat was using facial filters before face id was a thing so they they already had your face recognized before 
Apple had access to that shit. They had your face. Yeah. They, they, they were already you. selling your facial data to companies before Apple was. Yeah. I can't believe I hadn't even thought about that. Like, I mean, obviously now hearing it, it's like, oh, yeah, duh, that's what they were doing. But I guess I just hadn't thought about that. But also because a lot of this talk wasn't as big up until things like Face ID and stuff. But damn. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, like, I mean, I know we'll get into this, but I, I used to not really... I mean, okay, I never... I never didn't care about data privacy and stuff like that. And I wasn't like totally ignorant about it where I was like, oh yeah, it's fine. Whatever. They already have all my information. I have nothing to hide, but I definitely was more lax about it. And in the past couple of years with like all the documentaries I've been watching and stuff like that, I'm sus. I'm super sus yeah. about data privacy and stuff. Oh, same for sure. That's how, that's how I used to be. I'd be like, I have nothing to hide. Like if, them like taking my data is gonna help with like national security i don't mind you know like contributing in that way right but that was like i was whole ass drinking the kool-aid with that kind of attitude i was like wow i am such a patriot look at what i'm doing (laughs) for my country i'm accepting them to spy on me thank you for your service yeah literally you're welcome (laughs) literally you gobbled up that propaganda i know i was like um nom 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 so (laughs) because i grew up in a very white privileged area so it's like true it was i was surrounded by people benefiting off of all this type of stuff right and i feel like that's really before information came out that like literally uh ad companies were using this data to like target things towards you specifically yeah and like your information was getting sold to these companies like i think that's that's a different level of privacy infringement that i'm just like okay i'm I'm not i'm not okay with that yeah at that point it's like privacy infringement for the sake of privacy infringement like do you really is your product really that shitty that you need to like analyze my entire life to try to sell it to me right like you should be able to just sell it like I don't know. So that's finding out more about like what the data was used for and like the fact that like they can sell that data to like other countries and stuff, you know, you don't don't know what it's being used for. That made me be like, actually, wait, no, thank you. Yeah. Right. I, I think it was when I realized the type of insidious nature that it had, the way that it was used to psychologically manipulate you and stuff was when I was like, that's not cool. And obviously as we know, based on what we're going to talk about today, it gets way more insidious than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess then do we want to introduce what we're <laughs> going to talk about today? Yeah. So today we're talking about the movie Coded Bias from the year 2020. I was going to say 2018. That's not <laughs> when it's from. Bit, but... um, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a documentary about the bias and racism that is just coded into facial recognition softwares that are being used by many companies out there. So, yeah. Lovely. Which, like, I feel like on the surface is like, oh my god, how could, like, code be racist? But it makes sense. Like, it's, like, created by humans of course it's going to have their biases like built in even though it seems like extremely objective right right yeah i i remember they had a lot or a quote in there talking about that about how you see because i mean it's all algorithms which is math and you see math is this purely objective thing which technically in theory like yes but seeing the way that that like 
inequality stems from even that is just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's just the, the fact that we literally can't escape it anywhere, even in this hyper-specific digital realm. And yeah, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense, too, like, that because STEM is such, I mean, that's a whole different conversation in itself, but STEM is so male-dominant, especially white male-dominant, that, like, of course they're going to screw it up and make it, like, sexist and racist because, like, they're all white men. So, of course, that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, so the idea of these algorithms is kind of that they take data from whatever kind of information you give it. So, usually, it's give, it's based on information and, like, what's going on in the environment around you. So, if it's a team of white straight men working on the data to build a facial recognition software they're going to base it around people that probably look mostly like them which are white males so the the software not only does it include racism and like obviously against people of color but it also didn't work as well for female women or i mean not not female women but just for <laughs> women in general or anyone that even anyone that presents themselves as a woman because there was a part where she did mention that like it doesn't even include people that don't fit into oh, yeah. the binary. Yeah. I actually have I have the the stats on the facial recognition for Okay, so I have some stats on how the facial recognition software worked and at least based on Amazon's recognition software, it got I think it was 98.7% of darker males correctly, 68.6% of darker females correctly, lighter males 100%, and 929 of lighter, lighter females correctly. So, yeah. I mean, there it is, folks. Yeah. Like, There's the bias. What do you got to say about like Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, and it's interesting to me like cuz when you think about it, it's literally like when I'm using a Snapchat filter, it will. <laughs> I'm picturing one time I was using it in a Dairy Queen, and you know they have that like <laughs> snow cone dude as their <laughs> yeah yes. As their, it picked him up, so it's like okay, so it can. <laughs> how difficult is this to like read features if it's gonna pick up Coney or whatever? Oh my god, no! Literally from them. Scream Queens, Coney. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Love that show, but um, you know, and so it's like. It seems like, okay, just like eyes, nose, mouth, how hard can that be? But, I mean, clearly it's way more complicated than that if, like, the data is that skewed. Right. Right, exactly. And there was a part they said in this movie that I was like, damn. There there were a lot of parts where I was like, damn, I got to write that down. But there was one. <laughs> like straight bars. Yeah, like, for real. There was one line where they said, skewed data makes skewed results. I'm like yes yeah. damn Facts. exactly right I'm like <laughs> that shit goes hard yeah <laughs> literally could not have said better myself yeah i mean i was i guess i guess it makes sense that obviously like all technology builds on previous technology but i guess i didn't know that it really was all based on like the original ai that they mentioned started in 1956 at dartmouth which like to no surprise was all white men who were working on this ai so yeah. just imagine <laughs> the biases ingrained at that time yeah and we're still and 
we're still using data that's been collected since then yeah you know and that that was in the 1950s also so literally at the height of the civil rights movement (laughs) when people i mean you would think that people working at dartmouth maybe would have some intelligence and like understand racism and bias but clearly we all have there was a part where they said everyone has an unconscious bias and they build these into their technology so yeah 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 which and yeah that's another thing too is like everybody's gonna have bias but like when you're doing something like this you like need to be so aware of it right and i feel like right that clearly wasn't the case but like they needed to i don't know yeah like they they literally needed to have people of color working on these with them which they did not yeah i mean god forbid yeah right like god forbid we include everyone at the table yeah no, no, no. I want. I have. I have some comedic relief about <laughs> unconscious biases. Oh yeah. So okay. I mean, you guys know about this, but one of the guys that I went on a date with this summer that ended up being a libertarian. So you know, peace <laughs> out to that man immediately. Um, I I made some comment where I was joking, but also like being serious, and it's just the way I talk. I made a comment about being excited about yoga studios opening up again, but I said as a white passing privileged person, I'm so excited for yoga studios to open up again. It was supposed to be a joke. That's it. And of course, he was like, why does everything have to be about race? Which is why I hung out. That was the last time I hung out with him because I was like, oh, man. And this man is 27 years old. Um, So that's super concerning. But I, I was like, "Okay, so let's take it there. And I got into a whole conversation about unconscious biases and why I bring up things like that. And he was saying, well, actually, the person who created the term unconscious bias um, did another study at whatever university and found that they don't exist anymore. <laughs> what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, poof. I was, poof. One extinct. Like, wow, we solved Literally it. Literally no, gone. Gone. <laughs> Teacher I, resigned. Yeah. I, I could not believe it. First of all, obviously that's just like objectively just not true. But aside from that, even if in some, some world it was true, why would I trust just one study based on this small sample <laughs> of whatever data you're telling me exists? So, yeah, also, did you ever look up if real. he was did you ever look up if he was right? I, really, I didn't like look what it if up. he was just talking out his ass? I think I I think I didn't look it up because I knew he was wrong. Like <laughs> yeah. I knew he was like, wrong. So don't... I'm like I don't even need to fact check you cuz it's so obviously wrong. That's a waste of dumb. a Google search. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to waste any brain power on that. I know they don't yeah. they don't need that shit in your algorithm thinking you're stupid. I was going to say you don't <laughs> exactly. want You don't want the AI to think that you like believe that shit. Right. Cuz then you're <laughs> yeah. going to get like evil trump stuff right oh my god wait can we mention right now the part where in this This movie they they have like a microsoft ai go on twitter (laughs) and like so bad (laughs) interacting with people and trying to like create a persona (laughs) as an ai you know to do some research on that and so literally after 16 hours of being on twitter this account was saying shit like First of all, they said, word for word, I fucking hate feminists and they should all die and burn in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Go off. Twitter. Oh my God. <laughs> and I mean, I, I didn't write down the other quotes they said, but one of them was also Hitler did nothing wrong. Okay. Yeah. So 16 hours, this AI was online and it was saying shit like that. Which I'm hoping, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that, I mean, it's still like fucked up but i'm hoping that people did it on purpose 
like tweeted yeah. stuff at it right yeah so that it consumed a lot of that yeah like and it wasn't like there's like so much of that on twitter that it picked it up right i mean it's still messed up that they even did that but like God, Twitter's just so evil. I know. It's, it's a cesspool. It, it was funny to me because I'm like, people were probably like trolling this account knowing that it was pro- probably a bot because it can be pretty easy to tell when accounts are bots these days. So I'm yeah. sure they were just like saying shit like that. But also that stuff is so prevalent on Twitter. Like I can't tell if people were trolling or if it like naturally found those things. Yeah. Twitter's like the wild west. Yeah. Of social media. <laughs> exactly. There's really no rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, I don't know. It's crazy seeing stuff where like machines learn from us. I know that sounds like stupid, but it just like freaks me out that it can like use information and like extrapolate upon it and build on it and stuff. That like freaks me out. Right. Right. Yeah. It makes me think of something that I always think of like watching this and the social dilemma is season three of Westworld, which like. I'm not seeing any spoilers, but it was basically about data prediction softwares and stuff and how they can predict what's going to happen, like what people are most likely to do later in life. And then things like that can affect the jobs they get and stuff. Like if if they think someone's going to, if the data predicts that someone's like depressed and might be suicidal, then I guess like in that show, companies could not like they could, they could sell it to companies so that they're like people don't hire them. Because they are likely to commit suicide in the future. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's things like that that like it's Westworld, but that really isn't far off from what's happening, especially after watching this. Like the type of information that they get from us is so specific and they really create this persona of who you are and it's just ugh, it's so icky because we'll just never know everything it knows about us. I know. Oh yeah. I know. But and it just keeps at the same learning. time at the same time I wanna stress that like we are our own individual and your online persona. The, the online persona that the algorithm thinks that you are is not your actual true self. Yeah. True. You're always going to be your own person. The internet can never know who fully who you are. And that's what scares me too about these algorithms. They mentioned that obviously these are these are based on mathematical things like there's nothing behind it that's programmed to be ethical which i mean is partially because i mean as far as i know we don't have ai that knows that stuff so i don't know i mean i can't imagine that whatever ai exists is at the level of like ethical decision making as humans are which even we suck at it right um but like that's not even programmed into their thing it's just whatever makes sense mathematically whatever they can extrapolate so yeah, I mean that, and like the fact that it's not regulated or anything when doing that, people just like companies just receive this data. It's just that can be interpreted in whatever way they want it to be is so dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that makes me think of the part um, in the documentary about how companies were trying to specifically Amazon was like trying to use AI to just filter through resumes, which like on yeah. the surface, oh like God. makes sense. Cause I'm sure they get so many applications. Right. So they're like, let's narrow it down a bit. But the AI rejected all the women because yep. the like data they gave the AI didn't have any women in it. And so right. it literally targeted the they, word women, like women's sports team or women, like whatever club you were in with women and like threw out the applications based on that. Yeah. Which is so and fucked it's just up. Like, <laughs> it's just like that is such, it's an extreme example, but it's a real example from like one of the biggest companies in the world. Yeah. That 
like it's just all so biased no matter what we do we, you know exactly I just can't believe that we we know that I mean it is I guess more of a recent finding because people weren't bringing it to light until the main person behind this documentary I can't pronounce her last name her first name's Joy yeah and it's B- 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 Bula Bula oh my god I cannot it's B-U-O-L-A-M W-I-N-I that's all I'm gonna say because I don't want to fuck up her name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, like I don't know. I, Jill, did you do you remember if like whatever she proposed was that actually passed or was it just the beginning? Because at the end they had that hearing for what she was proposing about regulation. This movie came out in 2020. I don't know when they like actually finished filming, but it yeah. said like in the last credits um, that that happened in like June that congressional hearing and or at least like it was up for i don't know some law or something something was happening in june regarding that in congress but it didn't say if anything was passed or thrown out so i don't know i mean that was almost a year ago now so i'm not sure if something has passed or if they proposed new stuff in the meantime because i mean that the one lady said like she wanted to get three congressional hearings this year and I mean that was like their big goal, just trying to be heard about the situation. So I don't know. Hopefully, I know it, probably AOC is trying to get this shit passed because she seemed yeah. like super, super interested in wanting to like get rid of this, or at Our least team. wanting like regulation or laws to be created because that's that's gonna be very important if we don't actually decide to incorporate ethics into AIs. Well, oh, sorry, Nikki, you go first. (laughs) Okay. I was just going to say that was another big point they were trying to make was like, if we keep letting this go unregulated, then it's like, oh, we might trust this government. But then if we like, if a tyrannical government like comes in next and we hadn't set in like regulations, then they can do whatever they want you know like we can't just like be like no it's fine because they're not doing anything bad because we don't know you know what the future government is going to do with it yeah like okay this isn't yeah this isn't directly related to that but also kind of and it's reminding me of this part that i really wanted to mention um they mentioned a facebook experiment in 2010 for the elections then which i don't think were presidential elections right there wasn't a presidential election then right so yeah it must have been whatever the- other what are those called? I think that was just like the experiment <laughs> they showed that happening and then they they said that this like actually did happen in the 2016 election though. But yeah. Oh damn. Yeah, keep, okay, keep going with your thought. Okay, yeah. In the experiment what happened was that they had on different everyone had like an election day text that came up on their profile. It said like it's election day, whatever. Some people randomly had that text with like no other information besides like the poll information and stuff. Other people received that same text, but it also had like a little thing at the bottom that showed your friends' faces and said like, this person and this person voted today. Like, you know, like a feature you can like like or whatever. And I guess that like people who had the friends show up on there, that motivated 300,000 people to go to the polls. And obviously we don't know if that's like, it was just that factor, but I think they said, you can fact check me if I'm wrong, but I think what they said was that that many more people who saw friends that like that were motivated to go because it's like the incentive of, oh, well, they're doing it and I trust them. 
or whatever, which is terrifying because then they also mention that the 2016 election was only chosen by 100,000 votes of a difference. So if they have the power to do that, imagine how they can sway elections that are either close or far, depending on like how hard they go with this AI. It's... mm, yeah. It's just so sketchy. I know. Well, and that's what they were saying, too, was, like, they were, like, they kind of, I forget the exact term, or, like, I think they were, like, they were light-handed with it during the yeah um, experiment. It was, like, a suggestion, but they were, like, what if they, like, went at it with a heavy hand, like, they could, like, influence the election completely. Exactly. Yeah, which... I don't, I don't remember if that was in The Social Dilemma, but there was a whole documentary about how that straight up did happen. Yeah. In the 2016 I mean, all the, election. All the unchecked information being spread on Facebook. Yeah. And plus, like, the algorithms, they just, like, once you, once you start being interested in looking at stuff about, like, Trump or the opposite side, then that's all they'll show you. And they'll get worse and worse and show you, like, the most outlandish shit. Which yeah. I, I have. Yeah. <laughs> I have some words to say about yeah. that. I remember bringing it up in our first episode. It It's just crazy. I mean, I understand I was like interested in this at that time because I saw a lot of it happening during quarantine when so many people were on social media so often. And I just I remember seeing people who were not like Trump like people at all. And but there were more people who were, I don't know, like new age and maybe didn't. Like, they believed in science, but, you know, <laughs> were more lax about it, which is fine. I mean, like, I think there's a place for spirituality and all that stuff, and I'm spiritual with astrology, but it was just different. And I would see that people who were interested in these type of Instagram accounts were slowly being filtered into this larger QAnon conspiracy. And it's like groups, it's like small groups from different, just completely different things. It could be crystals. It could be, I don't know, numerology, which like, yeah, all fall under new age stuff but yeah it was like people that you wouldn't think would come together under one common belief let alone one like QAnon, and they were falling prey to that and i and i just couldn't believe it and the worst part about that group of people is that they think that they're not a subject of that they think that they're they're above that yeah yeah and it's like oh my god you are precisely the example of what this has done and you think that you're on the outside looking in it's like you are the in (laughs) you are the problem like those are the people that call everyone sheep but don't realize that like they're they are literally being herded by the facebook algorithm yeah well and radicalized what's so scary about that too is that it's like once they get that influenced and get fed enough of that information which it's like basically the same information just being repeated in different ways so it's not like there's like a lot of information or evidence but they just are constantly consuming it that like once they get so sucked in you it's so hard to be like no but here's like an opposite source yeah because then they're like no they're lying yeah you know fake news right it's like what do you do like there's no conversation to be had once they get to that point yeah and like that's what's so scary and then they can just keep having the same conversation with themselves that just like constantly reinforces what they believe because they find those little like Facebook groups and stuff like that. Right. It's like a constant confirmation bias. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like I'm just thinking about how when I was in high school in my earth science class, like we we were taught to be cautious of anything we read on the internet, like question everything that you see. And I feel like 
the older people that are on the internet they take everything at face value like i feel like people they don't understand that there's bias even in even in like new york times articles you have to be aware all the time that people anything they say has a bias and any any algorithm even has bias like you have to constantly be aware of that i literally don't understand to me, logically, you would think that the younger people who grew up with technology would just trust it. Right. Because, like, that's what we were, like, coddled with it. And the old people would be, like, you know, like, we can't trust it. Yeah. But the same people who are, like, oh, my God, 5G towers and getting chip, <laughs> like, scared of technology also blindly trust it because it's Facebook and just technology in general that's telling them that we're getting chipped. Like, it's just, like... Why are the younger people the ones that are sus about all this and like smart about how they can say? Yeah, that's a good point. You would think, like, what you would think that, like, me growing up or us, not just me, (laughs) us growing up like with Facebook and stuff, like, I used to live on Facebook and now I hate it. And like, old people, like, that's their only source of news half the time. It's just so weird, right? Especially like they're the generation that literally grew up with the book 1984. And yeah. they're gonna just like blindly now trust. Like, give, me, give that shit to me. Yeah, I'm like, uh, like let's cosplay. Did we forget? <laughs> no, literally though. <laughs> I mean, talk about 1984 in this movie of them talking about first of all the stuff that's going on in London with the police using facial recognition technology. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Well, th- yeah, that and also everything about china and like the social credit score but i mean we can talk about the stuff in london first if you guys want to yes yeah i have a stat that they mentioned they said well first of all we haven't mentioned this yet but all of this facial recognition software isn't like necessarily accurate it has a lot of data to build on but it's still not accurate by any means as we've seen we know that with the biases and stuff but even just like surface level it does not know what it's doing yet and 98% of these matches uh, at London, in London at least, are incorrectly matching innocent people as wanted people. And obviously that just gets worse with racial bias. bad. I know. 98%. (laughs) What? That's like... So, that's... I mean, like, (laughs) obviously, like, you know that's, like, a big percentage, but that literally is, like, (laughs) almost every single time they're wrong. No, and... Why would you even let that technology out on the universe? Right, like, why... Like, 98% of the time we fuck up. Why would they pay money into using that and going through the expense of getting that stupid fucking truck with the, like, giant facial shit outside that can pick up any fucking face it sees on the side of the street? They literally so, the police knew too because like these people would bring it up to them. They're, they're like, you know that this technology is very inaccurate and people don't trust it. And they're like, yeah, we we know. Like, so why well, are you so, using it then? For context, what it was showing in the documentary is um, there's a truck, like literally looks like like a CIA FBI like <laughs> spy truck, but like yeah, it looks like it'd be like in the movie like Inspector Gadget with like yeah. how Literally, shitty like, satellites like, and shit coming off yeah. of it. <laughs> and so it's like a facial recognition truck, and when you walk by, it just like checks your face, so it's like screening the public for wanted people. So already you're not consenting to that. And then one dude like lifted his jacket up over his face because he's like don't look at me basically yeah and he got 
detained and they gave him a ticket for like hiding his face from it and so um one of the women for the podcast was like or podcast <laughs> were a podcast documentary was like you can't do that like you can't just tell like it's his right to hide his face but they were making the argument like that's suspicious if you're trying to hide your face which on the surface i understand that argument like that's why you can't wear masks into banks and stuff i get that but also yeah, I don't know. It's your right. If you don't want to be scanned, literally scanned by a computer while you're walking to the grocery store, you should be allowed to opt out of that. And they weren't giving people that option. Yeah. Like they, from my understanding, it seemed like they were justifying it by saying that, well, we need to be collecting this data to make it more accurate. But it's like, okay, so then this is an experiment, essentially, and people have the right to not be part of a, an experiment. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, it. all the logic was like, it was like so backwards. Right. And like they, they mentioned in the, in the documentary that like, it's illegal for the police to just like take your fingerprint. Like they have to have a reason to do that. And yes. I mean, it's just the same, the same type of thing. Like you can't just take people's biological information without their consent. Yeah. Yeah, because that's also, like, that's very powerful information to have. Yeah. Like, think about, I mean, like, this is, I don't know how common this actually is, but, like, fingerprint planting and stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, like, yeah, things you can do to, like, mess with stuff. Right. And if that information got into the wrong hands, like, that could be really bad, especially for people and more, like, I don't know what people would do with my information, but... There's already so many situations of, like, identity theft. And remember, there was, like, a big, what was it? There was, like, a big identity theft, like, surge a few months ago where, like, a ton of people were going through that. Yeah. And it's, like, okay, now we're just making it easier and easier because they're literally, like, here, just clone this person's face, essentially. Right. Yeah. That's my rant. The other side of extreme on this is, is in China. Which, I mean, I don't know. Before watching this, I kind of thought that that stuff was, like, propaganda about China, honestly, because I just feel like a lot of Americans, Americans in power try to use China as, like, the scapegoat for communism being bad. Like, yeah, literally Trump. (laughs) China. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, hearing that, like, actual... (laughs) (laughs) It just... Be like, and we're we're looking at Gina. Like, Gina. What are you saying? <laughs> Love her, Gina. But <laughs> hear, hearing that, like, actual the the girl talk about her life and like how how it is to be interacting with this stuff on a daily basis, and how she said, first of all, that you don't have to use like a credit card or debit card or cash. You literally just scan your face at any place at any like grocery store even vending machines they just scan your face and that's how you pay for things like that is insane and like i feel like on the surface again it's like that's really dope like everything is just saved to me and like i'm my own person and they just know that i don't have to carry a ton of cards and pictures of myself like yeah she said it was convenient yeah, it sounds very convenient. It's like when you were in school and your student ID could do pretty much everything. Yeah. Like, that was so nice. But then, yeah, it becomes... It seems like it's more secure because, like, you can only do that stuff with your face. But there's, it's so easy to hack that. 
right kind of thing if everything is that tech oriented there were when she was talking about that it was hard to know how she actually felt because oh i know everything she was saying was pro the social credit score but at the same time it's not like she could be honest about it anyways because that would fuck up her social credit score but they were they mentioned that whatever you say about the communist party will affect your score your friend's score and your family score which is super fucked up also some one of the things she mentioned that i was like oh this is so dystopian and very black mirror specifically is that she was talking about how she she can use someone else's high score as like a reason to know if she can trust them or not and that it makes things easier because it saves you the time of having to get to know them yeah well she said it's funny you say black mirror because i specifically thought of the nosedive episode yeah where the girl like you want to be inoffensive and stuff like that because like you want other people to rate their interaction with you high but then everybody's like so fake it made me think of that and then it also yeah makes you biased towards people with a higher score yeah because you're like oh somebody with a low score must be like a liar or like has stolen things or something like that but you never know yeah i mean there was one part where they said that day that they had heard in the train station that people with low credit scores won't be able to access planes or trains oh yeah yeah so because it's like they're seen as a threat yeah like like, this shit has really intense consequences yeah that's like so so like that is the epitome of fascism i guess yeah. i don't even know yeah. like what would you call that it's just I don't complete know. control over the public right That's... i don't know that much about it so i don't know if there is room to bring your credit score back up or anything your social credit score but i in general it would suck to have your for a lot of reasons to have your a low social credit score there but can you build that back up like are you just like doomed forever because of that that's also super fucked up to have your future determined basically by having this low credit score. I would assume you should be able to build it back up like maybe by like community service or something. You know, like I feel like you should. I would hope so. I mean, but yeah, God only knows. I mean, again, this thing is so dystopian, like you said, that it's like, it's hard to imagine that that's even real. I know. Not even imagine to comprehend that that's real. Yeah. Like that's actually happening on the planet right now. They mentioned the term algorithmic determinism, which I was just hearing it like that is like one, precisely what was happening in Westworld season three. Yeah. And two, like with this, the social credit score thing and what I just brought up, if you have a low credit score, then let's say you can't get a job. So then you don't have money. So then like, I don't know, you have to live on the street and whatever else. And it's just like the self-fulfilling prophecy where you can't get out of it. And it's all because of this social credit score. And I, I just can't believe that things like algorithms are creating these prophecies for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you saying that, it's like, honestly, they're just breaking down, like, systematic oppression to, like, yeah. the basics. It's like the, yes. the that, that, that is what meme it is. where it's like, you did it. You broke comedy down to the basics or whatever <laughs> it is. It's like, wow, you did it. You broke oppression down. <laughs> yes. Because it's like, I mean, that does happen here in America. It just we hide it better no yeah of like oh it's that person's fault but it's like yeah i mean they're doing the exact same thing they're just like no it's your social credit score and we basically do have 
social credit. Wow, we live in a society. We like <laughs> every do- time it comes back to that. I know, real time realization. Like, <laughs> realize, realize, realize. <laughs> but um, but uh, it is like we do have social credit scores that are like influenced, like we're born into higher scores. So I guess that's a question too for that. I don't know for the social credit score. Like, what are you born at a certain? score yeah, right. and is it higher based off of like your class do you get a score based off your parents score or do you start at True. like zero like that's also how do you determine it like what does a child get yeah you know yeah or do you only get it when you're older and have money to spend and whatever right because that girl definitely seemed like she was either in her early 20s or was a teen yeah she was younger yeah but she wasn't yeah she wasn't like a kid but she was definitely young yeah, I mean, I mean, in the movie, they mention that, like, comparing the the U.S. and China and just, like, the different types of AI that we're using, they said there's, like, two tracts right now, and China is using AI to pretty much maintain social order, and they're pretty overt about this, obviously. Like, they literally will have announcements in the train station regarding your social credit score, whereas the yeah. U.S., we have decided to use AI to earn revenue. Yeah. So naturally, the U.S. would use facial recognition Dude. for capitalism because why Why would we do anything else? Literally, that's the only reason people exist, apparently. Right. Dude, when I, when I heard that, I, like, highlighted that note in my notes. Just a fucking course. I mean, I, I know, know. That, like, every government <laughs> is tied to money and stuff. But the fact that somehow the U.S.'s main motive, even in this, is to make money. Yep. I mean, ugh, ugh. I'm like, again, like any other country would be doing the same with like AI to an extent. Like I'm sure China is still somehow, it's still somehow revenue related, but like the fact that it's our main incentive is so, so US and it's disgusting. Yeah. I know, I know I say classic a lot, but like that is but- classic <laughs> USA. Class. Like literally classic, classic in the classic definition of classic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like if you, if you were talking to somebody in the 1940s about like somehow you, you were trying to explain this to them and you're like, yeah, but it helps us make money. They're like, hell yeah. <laughs> like it literally, of course. <laughs> yes. And it just has been sustained, which also comedic break. I love tweets and memes that are like you showed this to a pilgrim you would be burned alive (laughs) like they would just die on site yeah it's like they this would literally murder a pilgrim yeah no objectively so funny to me yeah shannon and i were talking about this is unrelated but related to what you just said about like what if what if like a pilgrim watched wet ass pussy (laughs) Specifically, Cardi's performance. No. At the Grammys. What if they freaking watch the newest Lil Nas music video? <laughs> oh my God. They <laughs> will literally explode. Literally giving the devil a lap dance. <laughs> yeah. And especially because, like, around like the pilgrim times was when like fire and brimstone christianity was really big oh, God. when they were like so scared of the like that's like when hell True. was created so they all were like <laughs> major like hell stands at that point like really that was on the forefront in everybody's mind and lil nas goes and does this that makes me think oh, jill have you seen bill and ted's excellent adventure of course 
Okay, good. Thank you. I have not. Shaysella, I think you would like it watching it with us. I see. Yeah. I think if you watched it with Otherwise, a random man, like you so would hate dumb. it. Yeah. But it is like, yeah, it's like my I grew up watching it because like think of my parents' humor, Shaysella. It's yes. it's that. Like it is literally the I epitome see. of that. But so and so I always thought Keanu Reeves was like a comedian actor. No, same. Same. But <laughs> But he's not. But yeah, so it's like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Bill and Ted are like two moron like burnouts and they're really into rock and roll, but they're like not that good. But so they're about to fail out of high school unless they do like a really good history report because that's how school works. And um, <laughs> that's how school works. <laughs> and uh, so Bill and Ted from the future come back to help them. They give them like a time machine. And so they go back and get, who do they get? They get Napoleon. Oh, they get a bunch um, of people. They get, yeah, they get Napoleon. They get, they get, so- I think they get Socrates, oh, yeah. which they call Socrates. <laughs> um, they get like Abraham they get Lincoln. Joan of Arc. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln, Joan of Arc. I feel like they get one more person. But then they like bring them all to present time for their like presentation, but they like lose them. And so they're like running around in modern America. <laughs> And it is so funny. Like Socrates is running, riding an escalator and like <laughs> shitting his pants. <laughs> okay, I would actually like that movie. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm like, I feel like us describing it, and us laughing at it, you would find it funny. But if you were like with some like random man, you'd be like, this is stupid. Yeah. I mean, the right? dialogue, like, the dialogue is pretty dumb. It's yeah. It was just the way Bill and Ted talk. They, yeah, they're like typical like stoner. Dudes. Yeah, it's, and, it's oh. kind of annoying. Like, yeah, and to like prove their future selves, to prove to their past selves, their past selves are like, okay, what number am I thinking of? And their future selves <laughs> are like, oh my god, sixty nine, dude. <laughs> and they're like, no way. It's just like the most. And so, of course, growing up, my parents always went like, 69, dudes. Like, <laughs> it's just iconic, but also so low-hanging fruit comedy. Like, yeah. There's very little thought put into yeah. it. So, anyways, I don't even know how I got onto that. Oh, Pilgrim's yeah. dying yeah. on the spot at current technology. <laughs> But. Okay, so so back back to the U.S. being shitty. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what do you even say? Yeah, no. I, when I saw that part, I literally wrote capitalism space period. <laughs> I, that's one. Thing. I wrote classic. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that I didn't know you wrote that, and I said that. Well, that's one thing. My UK friends literally like are dumbfounded by our healthcare system. They just like <laughs> cannot comprehend what. Like, they can, but they also are like, that can't be real. I'm like, oh, no. I can't like, either. <laughs> have you seen... God, I need to stop talking about memes. But have <laughs> you uh, seen... There's, like, a TikTok that somebody said... There's a lot of U.S. shows... Oh, the U.S. What? Okay, wait. Come back to me. I have to think of it. Come back to me. Okay, I'll come back to <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, raise your hand. Yeah, I'll click the raise your hand button when I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, okay. I remember it. (laughs) There's a lot of U.S. adaptations of U.K. shows. Like The Office is the first one that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. But there's not a lot of U.K. adaptations of U.S. shows. And then somebody stitched it and they were like, 
pretending to be like Walter White. <laughs> and it was the doctor was like, yeah, you have cancer, but you know, we'll, we'll help you take care of that. Don't worry about selling meth or anything like that, that you were thinking of, you know, it's all taken care of. You'll be okay. <laughs> it's like literally that show could not take place anywhere else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's kind of crazy to think about how our country is just like founded on capitalism and just um, in, incorporated into every single ideal, pretty much. Really, oh, yeah. though, I think I think it's so crazy. Like, obviously, there are other capitalistic countries, but it, it's just crazy that it's the U.S.'s brand. Like, how is that possible? Right? How is it so... Like, there couldn't be a world where capitalism is discussed without U.S. being, like, immediately thought of. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's the same way as, like, you know, when we would be talking about, like, are so scared of communist countries yeah like taking over the world it's like we're a capitalistic country you know we're just the exact opposite and objectively worse yeah like yeah. we well, do we do I just mean, as much like going worse over in the same of, yeah worse in the same that like in the sense that like capitalism in my opinion is worse than communism not worse I in agree. the sense of like the atrocities that i mean maybe we've been worse i don't know the U.S. specifically has definitely been worse in its quest for bringing committed. capitalism to the entire world. Yeah. Tried sure. and true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back-to-back world champions. <laughs> yeah. Oh, world war champions. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> like just you, world those, champions. Have you seen, no, have you seen those shirts like on the 4th of July? Oh, They're God. They're always like bro tanks. It's like back-to-back world war champions. Wow. Oh, my I God. Wait. That. that is... Ugh, that makes me think of... There's a shirt that someone I know wore one time. <laughs> Do we know it's, them? Yeah. No. They were on my study abroad program. Oh. <laughs> um, and we did not like her. Shout okay. out to Shaisal's anyway, study shout abroad. Out. <laughs> shout out. She had some shirt. That, they were, the symbols were like beer, a machine gun... <laughs> And like the American flag and some other thing. I wish I could find it. I need to look it up later. (laughs) It was and then like some and then some Trump saying and it was like a Fourth of July shirt that she wore with her. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Am I right? Trademark that, everyone. That's copyrighted. You can't steal that. Fourth of July. TM. There. Now it's copyrighted. Dad joke. But I think there might have been a statue of liberty on there too. Yeah, it was like life, liberty, some other shit. Oh no! Some like and the pursuit to get fucked up. I was gonna say life, liberty, and the pursuit of beer. (laughs) The pursuit of big tits and beer bottles. (laughs) That's also trademarked. Dream baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's you know we've been talking about you know like merch. Yeah. Like our merch is just America merch. (laughs) (laughs) That makes. It makes me think of when Shisel and I had our layover in the D.C. In the D.C. Oh. Wow. In the D.C. In the, the one and only. <laughs> the Ohio State. Um, and there was Trump merch. Like, this is in 2021. We were traveling. It was on sale, too. And there was Trump 2020. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're like, please get this out of our stock. And it was oh at the airport. God. It was like the airport kiosk. I'm like, Guys. like a federal building. Yeah. I found the shirt and it's worse. Oh no. Oh, no. How, what so do you mean you found says, the shirt? I found it online. It's 
Oh yeah, I have one. No. I thought you had like I thought you just looked at a picture. Closet. Yeah, I thought you like went back in your photos and found a photo of her like in the background. No. <laughs> no. I she used her AI beer. face tracking software. Oh my god, literally. I looked up beer machine gun statue of liberty and it came right up. <laughs> so it actually is Liberty Guns Beer and Trump and it says LGBT. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> no. That is literally a hate crime. LGBT. That is, that is the most homophobic thing I've ever seen, literally. Right near Pride Month, too. God, that is so atrocious. Wow. I'm picturing that this is would be another good America shirt. It's this, st- hear me out. It's a Statue of Liberty, but with huge titties. And she's one hand, instead of the torch, she's holding machine gun, but like up, like the torch. Yeah. And the other hand, she's holding a beer bottle. Wow. Damn, that kind of girl. Tra- trademark that, too. We we own yeah. those those shirts. Prop- our property. And the and the all it says is, hell yeah. And it says, hell yeah, above it. And then underneath it, it says, bottom text. <laughs> I literally want to make that. I, I, I think make maybe that. When, I'm, uh, when we're done recording, I might yeah. take a little hike over to uh what is it custom ink sponsor us that's what did you guys have like homecoming shirts that's what like, like every your... every sorority was like we're custom ink uh custom ink girls over here sponsored by custom, custom ink partners ink. yeah that's what it is a partner use my code use my code um guest dash kk yeah <laughs> That's how I'm showing up in our little podcast recording right now. I'm just a guest. Aww. But I do got, I do got those Kanye glasses on right now. Oh. My little, do you see the avatar? The yeah. shutter shades. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Those were the, that was the shit at bar mitzvahs. I know. Though, at, that's at teen something night. you could win. That's like literally those like chain mail mask versions of sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want one of those. Ugh. They're just so stupid. Um, wait, something you okay, said. Should we come back? Something, something you said, Nikki, when I brought up, maybe she looked like found a picture of this girl in her photos. Oh, and I said used AI. Yeah. How your iPhone can your phone can your literally photos. do that. Like Google yeah, Photos, you could literally look up a picture. Like you could put that girl's name if you had saved her name under photos of her. You could just look yeah. her name up, and there, she, there she would be every photo you had with her. It's so which like. I feel like when that first came out, like with Facebook, it was like, oh, this tagging feature that's so handy. I don't have to go and tag everybody. But it's like, that was like the first inkling of. Yeah. One of the first things. Because that was around. Yeah, because that was around the same time as Snapchat. Because I was still using Facebook at this point, which was like beginning of high school. Yeah, you would upload a bunch of photos and it would just go and highlight the person. I remember the first time using it being like, oh my God, this is so convenient. It's like, we should have fucking known. It's kind we of were scary. Sheeple. Like I'm going we through, were. I'm looking at my Google Photos right now at all the categories it has. It can. It's separating nightclubs, boats, cats. For you? Yeah. Like, out out of yourself. all of my photos, like this is. It says things you can like just click on these and look at all your pictures that have these items in it. It has. Okay, wait. This is actually kind of fun though. Dancing. What are your, you guys will not believe what mine says. It, it has a category for Halloween, for graduation oh, nice. pictures, for parks. For pictures at a bar your, probably says like emotions and like moon and <laughs> no then, no and it, Pisces. it's worse it's ariana grande it's is number one it says it says kills herself wait what <laughs> 
What do you mean? I'm literally screenshotting it. How was that a I category of pictures? Wait, your category of things is kills herself? Yeah, and it says there's random people in between it, and it says airy bedroom, mom kills, actress, child, <laughs> saw it, and kingdom. Wait, wait, wait. How did you get there? So you go to library? No, I, on Google. On Google? I looked up my name on Google Images, and at the top, there were little categories. Oh, I'm looking in, like, the oh, app Google Photos. Apple, yeah, in our photos. Oh. Yeah, I'm like, wait, how was how was it categorizing oh, a so photo pe- as that? I only have people and places as an option. It, oh, yours doesn't, yeah. like, scroll down more? So it goes... Mine says... People and places I don't have I anything on Google at, Photos. Videos, selfies, live photos, portrait, panoramas, time-lapse, slow-mo, bursts, screenshots, screen recordings, animated... I think she's talking. I think Jill's talking about Google Photos. The app. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not. Yeah. But I was talking a- about a- Apple iPhone like can separate oh, pe- people and pictures too. No, it does have categories too. It does. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you see? The- <laughs> I sent the screenshot. No, actually, I'm. I'm. Oh yeah. I'm gonna does. send you guys a. It's a screenshot and it's not appropriate in the slightest. So oh. I'm just sending it to us to begin with. But you need to look at the first category. The first category is baby baby and then do you guys see what the picture is oh (laughs) wait wait oh my god oh my god um baby oh my god it's like this is where babies come from i guess literally (laughs) baby (laughs) okay oh my god so it's you can see it in your apple in your photos app if you hit search it has moments, people, places, categories. Yeah. So my categories are baby, <laughs> which if I click on it, oh my god, Shaysel, if I click on it, one of it is snart. <laughs> <laughs> snart. I'm literally wheezing. Miss him. I'm gonna. Snart? Do you know who snart is? <laughs> no, I thought you meant the action. Snart. Like the verb of snarting. What's snarting? Sneeze farting? Yeah. Oh. No. So it's baby, animals, cats, dogs, birds, snow, cars, sports. Mine is animals, cats, performances, which at the forefront of that one is us dressed up as the thank you next thing. Oh my God, yes. Dogs, concerts, flowers, food, and cars. (laughs) Yeah. I don't get how I have cars too. I know, that's mine too. I think it's just like when it doesn't know how to categorize it, it just sees yeah. a car. Yeah, and, and it's, it's like a, a street. Of a that's photo. a car. Yeah. <laughs> vroom, vroom. My animals category, the first picture is a meme of a whale, and it says, I came out of the ocean because you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, your phone can do some weird shit. And it's it's funny that you bring up the baby category nikki because (laughs) i remember there was a there was a time when people were like bringing up how they would search like they would be searching like bra or something in their phone and it was really creepy that your phone can like categorize pictures of you that are either nudes or i mean if you're taking like a shirtless picture or whatever like trying on clothes taking pictures like that showing skin and it would like categorize that under a certain category like it's so weird yeah i just looked it up and it literally did i looked up bras and it's like shirts they're like mainly like crop tops and stuff oh yeah i think it was for brazier that's what people were looking up oh i do remember that which is like so So yeah it's really creepy 
that they they, they programmed that in to like categorize it into a section on its own which is so weird yeah i wanted to mention that they brought up that like a lot of these technologies because they brought up that there's something going on with this like apartment complex in brooklyn where first of all the landlord was using surveillance camera footage to harass residents there if he this the landlord thought that the person who they saw in the footage was like doing something wrong which yeah I, i mean i don't know what you could be like doing wrong in in your lobby besides like peeing on something i don't know but yeah like he he would take photos of the surveillance footage and put like the people's apartment numbers next to themselves in the pictures to like identify them and then he would like hand them to them and be like if you don't stop doing this you're gonna get a fine or you're gonna get kicked out blah 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 and so aside from that he also wanted to change the key fobs that they had to open the doors into like a biometric system so it would just be like a facial recognizer to let people in and i mean of course a lot of people that live in new york city are people of color and especially in brooklyn in this area that they were talking about a lot of the residents were people of color and they know that these facial recognition softwares have bias and that if they installed that as like the key to get into the building a lot of people would be locked out a lot of people would be like stuck in a situation where maybe they couldn't get in because the the program isn't working correctly which is so fucked up and clearly that shouldn't be a thing like just use a fucking key yeah like why why is that necessary right like we already have had a system in place for opening doors for fucking like 500 years okay right tried and true that that reminds me there was another point in documentary where one of the people speaking in it mentioned that we punish poor people and we elevate rich people in this country which like we've been new about that but in this situation it's like with with like data and stuff like that algorithms prey on poor people by predatory institutes like people who at least according to this person people who are poor may be more likely to get ads for things like payday lenders and gambling ads and stuff like that yeah yeah and it's so yeah it's terrible they also mentioned um related to my point kind of from a second ago they also mentioned that like these types of technologies like the the biometric key shit those tend to get workshopped more in like poorer communities before they decide to implement them into like wealthier communities because that's i forgot the exact line they use but like that's basically because they know that people there aren't going to fight as hard for their rights which is so so taken advantage of yeah yeah pretty much also i remember that they talked about how there was an algorithm i don't know where it was being used i don't think it's still being used i think they realized that it was completely flawed but there was an algorithm being used for, I think, in, like, courts to see if certain people were likely to, like, commit another offense, like, their recidivism rates. And white people were mislabeled with having lower scores of committing another crime, and black people were mislabeled with higher scores of committing another crime. Yeah. I remember And that. they used that algorithm as truth over, over, like, the judge. Yeah. Because they thought, oh, this is objective truth. It's an algorithm. Yeah. Yeah, it was something about, like, related to that girl's parole where she had to meet yeah. weekly. Where and, and she was like, I have literally all these accomplishments. Like, I followed my parole for the past four years, and I've done all these things and shown that I'm, like, a good, upstanding citizen. And they're still not going to account for any of that 
they're just going to follow the algorithm instead. Oh my god, yeah, and there was also a case with teachers in Houston that it was like there was some algorithm measuring their value basically and there was this teacher who had all of these awards saying like teacher of the year going above and beyond all that stuff throughout the years and this algorithm they gave him a super low score and that kind of like sent him into a crisis thinking that that was actually his worth when it wasn't because the algorithm can't see that and there were teachers who were actually being fired based off of this algorithm they created like what the fuck it's so messed up I'm like, why, why do we need to be so lazy in certain aspects where we need an algorithm to decide if someone should be fired? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Right? That's just not a situation where you should have a computer make a decision for you. Yeah. Right, like, that doesn't need to be systemized in any way. Like, there doesn't need, we don't need to make everything into some sort of, like, shortcut. Yeah, like, that. It, firing someone should not be objective unless it's, like, they literally broke the law. I don't know. Yeah. I guess that that can depend on context too, but that just to me feels like it's It should not be an automated thing. Yeah, like someone should be processing that using a human brain. Yeah. Well, and again, that goes back to like how we're like like Jill you just said like it should not be so lazy as to you're doing that and then boomers love to like label us as lazy. I know. Just, yeah. Like y'all are the ones that are trying to automate literally every single thing because you can't be bothered to do anything. Right? But then at the same time, they don't know how to use it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I don't know. There there was one line in the documentary where they said, um, algorithms are becoming increasingly influential, and they're all being touted as objective truth. That's, yeah. that's kind of what is happening, like, straight up. Yeah. People just think that technology and, like, computers and phones are are the right shit like they just they think that like the end all be all yeah yeah. i feel like people still consider them as being like super smart machines that can you know solve any problem which they are but they can't be making these decisions that like clearly need to be processed by a human and like thought through with ethics and empathy yeah exactly at the end of the day they're just machines yeah it's just code right I, like, I obviously, I truly know nothing about the science behind any of this. I don't know anything about codes. I don't know anything about algorithms. But I do know that they get more accurate with more and more data. And they've already looked at so much data. So I don't know, I don't know how we can, like, come out of this. In general, as a society, we're obviously struggling with our unconscious biases. Could not be more clear. It always has been clear. Um, But with algorithms and stuff, if it's based on years and years of data... Like, what What even is there to do? I mean, there are changes that need to be made with regulations and stuff, but it's just, it's so disheartening that there's one more thing that at its core is biased. I know. Even that. And it, yeah. it's even scarier because the, the programmers in this movie were saying that, like, they they don't even know why sometimes the the AI, like, won't work or won't, right. won't categorize things in the, the correct way. Like, you know, how how we were talking about Google Photos and, like, the iPhone photos, like how sometimes weird things just get thrown into the category of like pictures of your face or into photos of like that are categorized as cats. It's weird how it messes up like that and people don't exactly understand why. Because then it like feels even more out of our control. Yeah, right. All right, Shaysal, I know you wanted to mention some quotes. I have a quote from AOC because she's our queen. She said it best at the hearing that she was asking joy just asking joy questions getting to a certain point 
And she ended up saying, so we have a technology that was created and designed by one demographic that's only mostly effective on that one demographic, and they're trying to sell it and impose it on the entirety of the country. And it's like, yup. <laughs> like, yup. That's a rhetorical question. Right. I love that she just spells it out, and she makes it. She makes us realize how fucking stupid no, it is. No, and exactly. It's it's so admirable to me that she she hears these like congressional hearings and just listening to someone talk for 10 minutes she already understands the problem she understands who it's affecting and like exactly what they need to do to solve it yeah like she's she's, so smart yeah like she she could never leave congress okay right yeah aoc fan club pretty much wait there there was one last quote that i want to mention also there was one part in the beginning where they brought up like the idea of who owns the code like this is obviously a power struggle because mm-hmm. there's no appeal system and there's no accountability on the side of the people who are making the code. It's just, like, negatively affecting the society, obviously. But also, like, they, they brought up at the end that people get so scared of the idea that, like, AI is going to take over the world at some point. It's going to get smarter than us or, I don't know, surpass us as humans. But they brought up the idea, like, it's not that we should be scared of the AI we should be asking, like, what are the powerful people in the world going to be doing with the AI to us? Yes. Yeah. And what yes. are they already doing with us? Exactly. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're all in it for the long haul. I mean, it's just like stuff like, obviously, there's nothing like in this immediate moment we can do about it, but it's just so important to be aware of it and just be paying attention. Yeah. Be aware of, of like, the biases. Yeah, Develop sure. critical thinking skills if you don't already have yeah, them. Yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> Get on that it's probably shit. Like it's number not one. optional. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Do we want to talk about our lighter subject, which is the dumb movie of the week? Of course. <laughs> For sure. So, Shaysel, since you suggested, do you want to introduce it? Um, yeah. I, I mean, Nikki, I think you know it better than me because you watched, well, you watched like part of it. And then watch it again fully with us. But it is Mean Girls 2. Yeah. <laughs> which just shouldn't have happened in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, and so then you would think that it would be, like, a continuation because it's, like, Mean Girls 2. But it's just, like, Grease 2 where they're, like, let's just redo the same movie. But, like, <laughs> shittier. But it's weird because I, I rewatched this movie again, like, a couple hours ago. And it's weird to me that, like, I mean, the idea of it is the same in that it's about the plastics and they're mean to someone. But it's different in, like, major aspects of the plot where, like, they're mean to a girl that already went to school there. Like, they're not mean to the new girl. I mean, they kind of are, but their main source of terror, I mean, not source of terror, but their main subject of terror is the girl that's already been going to school there. And, like, the reason they're mean to her is because she's also rich as fuck and she's actually more rich than the main plastic girl yeah she's like better than them yeah i'm like <laughs> i kind of i fucking i love that aspect where i'm like the the girl that they are mean to was actually richer than this other bitch yeah. and like she gets better shit than her and that's why she's she makes her so mad like fuck well, and yeah i do like it yeah it's like blatantly jealousy right like they're like right Let's just lay it out for you but one thing that is like so the thing that made me I was watching it because I I mean I think I've said in previous things I just watch dumb as shit while I'm working because I'm like 
I need some sort of stimulation, but I can't use my full brain. Yeah. So I was watching this, and what made me pause it and be like, no, we got to watch this together <laughs> was the main girl. I mean, first of all, she goes by Joe. I know. Which is like cool girl, boy's uh. name. Um, she is like the cool girl trope. No, literally. And she's <laughs> driving a moped, and she like she has a moped and she like drives it like into the school yeah. and her like love interest. He's like, Whoa, biker girl. And I was like, I have a motorcycle. Well, I had it. I sold it, but I have my motorcycle license. And like, I, I'm not even really a biker girl because I don't like, like, it's just like, it was just so stupid trying to get her to be the cool girl trope. And like, it was just like, I don't know. So basic and like stereotypical i know i was like good though i had it written down because i watched it earlier where i'm like this is she's just the definition of i'm not like other girls because she shows up on her fucking bike on her fucking motorcycle jacket and she shows up and she's like um i want to join shop class yeah i'm just a fucking tomboy and her name is joe <laughs> yeah and the shop isn't the shop teacher like i think you're in the wrong class yeah and yeah she's like, no i'm supposed to be here and he's like what yeah and a she she like shop? she fixes nascar <laughs> cars with her dad wow. and oh my yeah. god can i just say why why do so many movies from the 2000s and 2010s have the fucking dead mom trope like what oh, is that exactly. who even thought of that i don't like yeah. wh- what is that that's such a good point that's like so common why is that like how does that move along a plot i don't I know i feel like it's I because keep... a lot of them are about like teenage girls and like losing your mom it's <laughs> like a teenage girl apparently is very like like that's like the source of trauma they wanted for like character development it's a... that was her cornerstone yeah i yeah. i <laughs> I don't understand that, and I, I can't explain it, but I feel like somehow it's it ties back to being misogynistic. I was going to yeah. say, it tastes like misogyny. No, I feel, like, yeah. I feel like it has to do with something that they want to, like, have them have mommy issues so that they can have, like, a relationship and have that solve all their problems. Oh, well, classic. Well, and, like, she's a tom... Again, she's a cool girl because she's a tomboy because she was raised by her dad. So true, the mom's got to the mom's got to freaking die. God forbid. It's just that she has a good relationship with her. Right, dad. like it's she could be. A, yeah, be yeah, right. Like she could be a tomboy with her mom being alive. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Like that's it, just weird to me. So I'm looking. It has a 4.1 on IMDb and a 30 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh, honestly, no. it should have a lot lower of a I score. I'm, I'm, I'm upset that it's a 4.1. Yeah, that's actually like for a movie like this, actually kind of decent. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. But around that time, we watched the Bratz movie, and it was just, like, during this time period, they were just chugging these out, you know? Like, it was, like, yeah. a factory. Eat this shit they up. were just, like, here's another one, here's another one, here's another one. And I feel like we, like, don't get that type of... Like, we have, like, the kissing booth. Ugh. But, like, I feel like we, like, don't really get that type of movie anymore. I know. And I cherish I all sad. those. I love those movies. I, when I was, yeah. like, when you look it up on Netflix, the Bratz movie comes up, Wild Child comes up. Like all the all those so types undercover of yeah oh my yeah. god I love that one too yeah and it's like I don't get why they stopped because it it totally would like trigger the nostalgia in all of us and it's like I don't know like younger girls would like them too and boys yeah I miss that type of movie I know the good old the chick flicks for teens yeah yeah teen flicks yeah. teen movie night ah Netflix yeah. where's that category. Seriously. For real. 
relating. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like that type of movie, like Sydney White. That one's yeah. so good. Oh yeah. Um, she's the man. That's another good one. Yeah. Yes, John Tucker Must Die. Ugh. All all Love movies that, that we've watched together. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like literary classics. Yeah. So. Wait, there was one. There was one part in this movie in Mean Girls too, um, where they're actually like being mean to Joe for once, instead of the rich girl Abby. They're being mean to Joe. That they like, so she goes on a date with her boyfriend, and she's telling him that she's never had a boyfriend before, and like she's never kissed anyone. And the guy is like cool with that. He's like, oh okay, like that's. I mean, it's kind of, they're, like, making a joke out of it, but at the same time, he's like, okay, whatever. That's fine. They kiss. And so the next day at school, like, in, right in the morning at the morning announcements, there's a video of this oh, yeah. There's a video of this whole conversation playing that's, like, between her and the guy. So everyone in the school is hearing her talk about how she's never kissed anyone. And so then there's, like, there's, like, an anonymous voice, like, you know, the deep, like, kind of robotic voice. And they're like, yeah. that's right, everyone joe is a virgin <laughs> and everyone's like laugh like dying <laughs> laughing like oh my god can't believe I, it weirdo yeah I when we were watching that we were like this literally doesn't happen yeah and if it did somehow happen like at my high school everybody would be like what the fuck i like, know why is this right broadcast i don't care right like, like i feel like people would be like oh wow like that's good to know that this hot girl who's apparently so cool um is also a virgin like i feel like a yeah. lot of people were virgins in high school and that's just like yeah i don't and, yeah, yeah that's not like embarrassing <laughs> right like it's completely normal you don't have to feel bad about yourself if that happens why was that? i'm realizing that was also a trope and i'm reflecting back and that really that was never a that didn't make you popular if you did have sex like yeah i don't I know. get like where that came from yeah it's well my theory on that is because first of all most of these movies were made with people that were overage, so they can't have sex like between underage people shown yeah. in a movie. So they want to like, uh, they want to subconsciously try to like infiltrate young people's minds into thinking that they should be having sex at a young age, even though like these people are literally in their twenties that are playing the teenagers in the movie. Like, yeah. it's just another. Which that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, about how... I know. I'm like, that's 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 gonna be part of our Hollywood sex ring. Uh, Hollywood yes. pedophile ring actually yeah. conversation because <laughs> like yeah all the high school shows and movies they're all like over age but then it like but then put them in extremely sexual situations yeah I'm like, like why do we want to have like fake show like fake f- scenes showing fake teens having sex like that's so fucking weird I'm like why yeah, can't right. like that's why the conversation about euphoria and people are like no it should have been set in high school like that's so true and relatable for people and it's just not not shown in the media i'm like first of all yes it is in every show ever all shows are about all teen shows about sex except for disney shows and like why did it need to be set in high school it could have just been set in college and then people wouldn't have to feel uncomfortable yeah yeah it's just like weird yeah (laughs) i don't like it it makes me feel gross little rant about (laughs) pedophilia in hollywood yeah lovely but yeah i mean it's like it's a it's a fun movie if you watch with your friends it's like it's one of those movies where if you watch alone it's like so bad you like are dying because you want to make fun of it but yeah you have to make fun of it with 
but like watching with friends is fun yeah yeah, yeah. that's why we love dumb movies right. yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's well, it's just... it's one of those movies that literally screams that it was made for television. Oh yeah, low budget. Yeah, <laughs> the soundtrack was like all the movies that they they tried really hard to license like two popular songs, but they were like D list popular, and all the others were songs I've never heard of. Yeah. Oh yeah, because they couldn't afford to have like plain white tees play. I wish I remembered the lyrics for some of them because some of them were so bad. Of the songs in it? Yes. There was one that I swear it was like a Sean Kingston song. <laughs> it, I almost thought it was Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, but I'm like, no, this is like a little too late for that. <laughs> That's good shit. I know. I forgot about Sean Kingston. Oh, yeah, they had a... This wasn't even the biggest... How do you say his name? Iaz? Iaz? They, they had a song by him called So Big, which his most popular song was oh. Replay, I'm pretty sure. Oh, um, I that's yeah another person. Do you know how you do you know how to spell his name? I'm gonna look him up. I Y A Z. Yeah, I think it was I S. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Like they really couldn't even get the most popular song, and that like, I S wasn't right. even a big singer. Yeah, like, they probably could have got the right or like licensed that song. <laughs> they also had the song 2012 by Jay Sean. That was the big, the most popular Ugh. song they had in the whole movie. <laughs> nice. Nailed it. Or actually, they had Hot and Cold by Katy Perry, but let's not count that. Because I think it was a like... Banger. I think that was used as like a ringtone or something. Oh, yeah. 30 seconds of it. Isn't yeah. it like you can use 10 seconds of a song without having to pay for licensing? I honestly don't know, because on a lot of podcasts, like they won't, they won't even bother to do like any part of a song if they know that it's a big song playing. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Too possessive of their music. I know. I'm like, you could just go on YouTube and look up any song. Yeah. You could go on Spotify for free. Find yeah, any literally. song. <laughs> well, and it's like, wouldn't you think they would want it to be used for, like, more exposure? It's like, nobody actually thinks that Mean Girls 2 wrote this song. Like, if they really like it, they'd be able to, like, be like, what song is this? And then you get more exposure. Yeah, right? They're, no, they were honestly like, this movie is so bad, we're not even going to let them Yeah, don't have hard with us. <laughs> we can't even let Which people see this on the soundtrack list. All right. Anybody have any last comments? I'm good. Me too. I'm good. My brain is mush right now. <laughs> Same. I'm starving. I haven't had dinner. Hey. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, so thanks for tuning in to this episode of That's Kind of Wavy. New episodes are out every Tuesday on Spotify, and we are probably going to stop posting on SoundCloud because there is a paywall now. So unless you guys want to give us some money, maybe then we'll start uploading again on there. But at this point, we're trying to yeah. keep costs low for this podcast, so spotify for sure and we're gonna try to get onto apple podcasts very soon um but yeah bye, bye. bye.